Come and reminisce with us. This is 90s Till Infinity. It's Gav here from the guy who brought you BRL. 90s Till Infinity walks you down the road of the best decade ever, the 90s. Catch 90s Till Infinity on Mixcloud or a radio station near you or find us at 90s Till Show on Facebook and Instagram. Coastal Field, 90s Till Infinity. Keeping it retro. Reminisce with us. It is Beats, Rhymes and Life and joining us is a man standing atop of pretty much everything at this stage after an incredible career, seemingly calling it quits after 10 albums, one of the biggest guests in show history and back for the third time. Welcome back, Cursor, to Beats, Rhymes and Life. How you doing? Thank you, and perfect intro. I appreciate that. How are you going? Not too bad. For Here's uh, some uh, real talk. I don't write those down. <laughs> Mad. Just... So it's coming off the top of the head. That's even better. Yeah, top of the top of the dome. I can't rap for top shit, but... Uh... <laughs> hey, a bit of freestyle in there. That was all right. <laughs> but I, can, I can freestyle intros, but, yeah, you try and get me to stay on beat at any time. Uh, yeah, not good. Not good at all. <laughs> Can't rap at all. That's why I do this show now. And you know what? We need less less rappers and more people like yep. myself doing this. So you know, I was about to say there's a fair few rappers who can't stay on beat as well. So may as well pick the mic up. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll do what I'm good at. Now, um, <laughs> first of all, uh, congratulations. Now, um, at time of recording, we, we don't know exactly where you are, Aria Charts, yet, but look, it's probably looking good from, you know, the fact that you sold out pretty much everything so far. You know, the CDs are flying off the shelves, um, all the... Uh, all the, uh, the the market stuff seems to be marking that it's going to be absolutely massive. Time of air will probably know uh, what that chart position is, but um, yeah, it's, oh, it's not to cut you off. I'm not one to really care about the charts. I never have. Um, it's looking like I will go number one for yep. midweek sales, but um, apparently Taylor Swift announced the concert in <laughs> she did. Australia yesterday, and there were like three hundred thousand people on hold for her phone call, and her streaming went right up. So people Taylor listen- Swift might get me, but I don't know. I sold that many, I broke that many records. It'd be hard to beat me, but we'll see. But as I said, the charts never. I've never taken that into. Her. Consideration. Oh, come on, Tay Tay. Uh, <laughs> get out of the way for a second. Yeah, leave us alone. Let the curse get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, um, tenth record, uh, gift and a curse. Yeah. Um, it, uh, yeah, it's been uh, given thumbs up from pretty much everybody that I've read. Uh, from ninety nine percent of people on my end as well, brother. Yeah, it's just yeah, everyone's like, yeah, big thumbs up. Well done. Um, now. Is this is this for real? Is this the end for you? Brother, at this stage, I can say it is. I've, this was always my goal, 10 albums. It was meant to be in 10 years, but then COVID happened and I didn't want to drop in the middle of all that. Yep. So I delayed it, which was a blessing in disguise because it 
let me work on this a lot longer than I've had on other albums. And yeah, man, I've um, been lucky enough to set myself up in life where I can um, accomplish what I have and walk away and live off what I've done. Absolutely. Now, you are essentially the 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 prototype, and I mentioned this in the previous interview as well. Of like, uh, this current generation is pretty much doing what you did in the first place. Now, for for anyone that's sort of listening to this program and uh, not really known the cursor story, which is probably about 0.1% of people listening right now. It's, we're a niche program. Uh, but essentially, you found an audience, you directed everything towards that audience, and you made it anyway regardless of not getting uh, airplay on uh, pretty much most radio stations uh, around the country. Um, and we're, we're, one of the, we're one of the few that did, so... <laughs> Awesome. Got to give props there. That's massive because there weren't many at all. No, and uh, well, the the fact that uh, well, uh, the uh, the Warner guy shouts to uh, Tony who uh, hooked this up. He basically said that you uh, jumped on the, this call pretty quick. So I'm like, all right, that's that's pretty cool. I, I <laughs> like. Yeah, well, once I've seen it was Perth, and um, and yeah, you guys have shown love in the past. It yes. wasn't much I had to think about. It's like, yeah, straight away, anyone that shows me love, I show it back. Yeah. Oh, thank you, sir. Now, um, and of course, uh, you have um, a deep connection to here, you know, a bunch of uh, our seed have been uh, longtime friends of yours, essentially, all the TPW lads, uh, L Street, mm-hmm. those kind of blokes. So yeah. they've, been, they've been down forever. Yeah, bro, they have since the very start, actually, since my first uh, sorry, since my first time coming to Perth, the TPW, Complete Nomad were there. Them boys have always shown love and support. So big shout out to them boys. Absolutely. Um, so uh, as you said, you sort of held off uh, during COVID era for this final record to sort of really take time. Now, now um, it, is, it wasn't collecting um, uh, like a, a bunch of features as well. Like uh, apart from maybe one or two guests that I can think of top of my head, uh, including our person, Dexter. Shouts to him. Just one. Um, just just Dexter, a big shout out to Dexter. He's the only feature on the album. Yeah. yeah. One feature and it's Dexter, uh, like our mate Dexter. So um, you've, yeah, you built this and it's it's not a short album either. It's not one of those eight trackers that people put out. You've put out <laughs> a lengthy record here as a final one. So um, yeah. was it was that just purely for the time that you took on this one? Oh, man, it was always my plan for album 10 for one to be the best work I've ever done and to be quite lengthy because I had a lot of styles I wanted to cover in album 10. That's why the fans are... Loving it so much because there's something on there for everyone, for every type of cursor fan. So, yeah, so that just happened. And then I suppose COVID was a blessing in disguise because it gave me more time. I've said it in other interviews, but by the time I finished two them for the last nine albums would be around May. And then I would release in October and the um, record label needs it a month earlier. So that's September. Yeah. So I'd have like three months to work on an album, man. And, um, oh, okay. So yeah. So, so you'd you'd been writing, and then just um, had to sort of cram it into three months. Yep, that's right. Man, <sighs> get the beat. 
<laughs> sometimes not even writing them. Sometimes just get the beats and then write to them and just rush. So a lot of those projects are fairly rushed and see the impact they've had on people. It's not, yeah, it's still crazy. That's uh, that's wild. Uh, but mm-hmm. it you know it's uh, it's been a, a massive success pretty much everywhere. Uh, and you're actually getting the promotion that that you've rightly deserved at this point. You know, there's there's posters and bits and pieces everywhere. You know, you've posted uh, those, and of course, uh, your fans have uh, posted those as well. So, um, how does it finally feel to actually get the flowers that you actually truly deserve? It feels good, man. It feels humbling because I feel like it was, um, I don't know, it was like looked over for for many years. So. It's a really good feeling. Um, I think the fact that a lot of the artists, like when they get into the game, they actually realise how hard it is when you don't have a machine behind you pushing you. And um, yeah, I was the first artist that, like, you know, blacklisted from radio from several venues. And um, I really had to do this on my own, man. And I proved that it can be done. You just, um, yeah, the blueprint I set was just um. Uploading everything to YouTube pretty much, getting my audience through there and mm. doing the social media activities. And I just, yeah, I really show that you don't need this big machine to push you to make it. I think a lot of artists get in the game, see how hard it is and go, man, Curse have really done this without any support. And they realize how crazy that is. Uh, it's... And it's the model. It really is the model. Yeah. Um, and, and of course... Yeah. Um, probably algorithms and whatever are sort of uh, built to uh, not push these things as hard as you could, uh, you know, back yeah. in the day. Uh, I fight against algorithms every day <laughs> with this freaking program. <laughs> but um, at, but at the same time, at the same time, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's the ultimate do it yourself course on uh, becoming a promoter for yourself and now that you see a lot of people are following that model, essentially, like there, there are, there is a next generation of acts which are pretty much doing what you did for the last ten years. And uh, yeah, are you are you glad to see that people are following that model? I am, man. I'm very glad because it also like proved the point to the industry as well that okay, maybe they don't need us as much as we thought they did. And it wasn't just one artist doing it like it was at the start, but now in the past years you see many artists follow that blueprint I set out. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it's a very good feeling, actually. I think it would be satisfying. I can – I can, um, very On a very small scale, uh, you're having won a, a community radio award for this uh, – silly very niche program <laughs> last year uh we won best program in the country last year it, it was it well was, done it was very yeah. it was very very satisfying it was to sort of yeah. uh, and it wasn't even for the petty reasons although it kind of was <laughs> <laughs> but it was but it was it was it was it was like it's a very small version i think so i'm like i get it curse i really do get it it feels Freaking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it does, man. Um, congratulations on that too. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. And uh, congratulations on uh, what has been uh, uh, an incredible career. Like if people look at your Wikipedia uh, over the last 
you know, like let's say five to seven years, you're pretty much up there now as one of the most successful Australian acts in the country. Like, yeah, and, and play that Wikipedia, because I've always got the wrong info up there. I don't know who's going in there and editing it, but there's always things that aren't quite accurate on there. But, um, yeah, it's pretty, um, as you said, like, um, it's like, uh, how can I put it? Um, yeah, like they can look back on my career and, and actually see it, man. Yes. Maybe not so much from Wikipedia, but from a few Google searches, if they go back from the start and go through it, they can actually, you know, try to follow the path. Even the fans that weren't there from day one, they go back and go, oh, this is how he's done it. Kind of, wow. And I was a little late to the game myself. I was, uh, the first time I spoke to you, that was one of the first times I'd spoken to an old hip hop act in maybe six, seven years. <laughs> I'd yeah, been off, right. I'd been off doing other things. Uh, yep. I was, I was, yeah, I was elsewhere. I was uh, in commercial radio. So, um, yeah, like I'd, I'd heard of King Curse, you know, I'd sort of kept an ear. Commercial radio, you wouldn't have heard that much. No, <laughs> no, like uh, the, the stuff that was breaking and ooh, that was the height of uh, that, you know, the Oz hip hop genre really, like the the, the one yep. that you grew up on and I grew up on. That was the height. That's like uh, late aughts, early 2010s. So, you know, that's the peak of it. So, you know, the the yeah. stuff that was breaking through, Hoods, Bliss and Esso. Yeah, um, and I feel like from then, from like 2010 onwards, oh, that's when I really come in, mm. 2010, 2011, and changed the whole game. You did. Like, it was, uh, it was a different thing. It was very industry-forced, and, yeah. uh, and now uh, yeah. the scene looks different completely, and it, you are patient zero on that one for sure. Like, there is uh, no – there's no profitable street rap genre – in Australia without you. And that's the end of that story. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. That, that means a lot. That, you saying that. It's the truth, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I've got to add, I'm actually very, very excited for my Perth show. Like, the tickets are going crazy, and I just know the vibe is going to be nuts. So, for anyone listening, the tickets are going to sell out, get onto them, because that show... Oh man, I can just imagine the last cursor show in Perth. Oh yeah, that's going to be wild. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, wild. <laughs> so, uh, our our Perth crew and uh, pretty much anyone uh, across Australia, we broadcast all across Australia on the Community Radio Network. So, um, anywhere that's not sold out yet, um, actually, where do they get the tickets? Okay, so Sydney, Brisbane, and Melbourne. Massive venues, they're actually all sold out. Well, then they're gone. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. So we got Perth and Adelaide left. And um, it's either Ozpeaks or Moshpeaks, but just a simple uh, Google search, yep. Cursor Perth show, mm-hmm. it will pop up. Uh, Cursor Adelaide show, it will pop up. So, um, yeah, I think people are in panic mode now because the three main states have sold out. And... Um, yeah, there, there's actually people travelling to um, Perth and Adelaide just wow. to be able to it, which is crazy when you think of it. Hey, you got that Taylor Swift level <laughs> to bring up Tay Tay from before. <laughs> <laughs> people are going to travel. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
I just wish there was as many people as her shows. Oof. Well, yeah, you know, 450,000 tickets or something sold, I heard on the radio this morning yeah. in like an hour. I'm just like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's where the award things comes in because her stream's just pumped since then. And, you know, 300,000 people on hold on a phone call at once. Uh, but, hey, everything I've dropped sold out. And, yep. like, it, no matter what way it goes, man, I could come tenth on the ARIA chart, there's just, even though there's no chance of that happening. But what I'm saying is yep. there's nothing that can take away from how proud I am this album's gone and how hard the fans have supported it. Uh, it it's uh, it's it showed it, it flat out, like, in... It, in just whatever I've seen, uh, social media wise and otherwise, like it's yeah, it's uh, it's been an absolute monster. So, um, uh, congratulations! And um, for Perth. the for those out there, once again, Adelaide and Perth still tickets available. So if you want to get to those shows, get to those shows real quick because uh, it sounds like a bunch of people from the east coast are going to come and fly over here and. Um, you know, uh, yeah, hang out in You don't want them taking your spot. You don't want a bunch of people from the East Coast taking first tickets. So yes. If you're listening, get onto it. Absolutely. Um, Cursor, congratulations on an incredible career. And uh, we thank you for joining yes. us at the, uh, the absolute zenith of your powers. So <laughs> congratulations. Oh, thank you for having me. It's good to see radio reach out. Um, shout out to everyone from Perth and thank you personally, bro, for the interview. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. Cursor. Thank you, brother. Dropping EDM, hip hop, and a bunch of best beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. Tune1.com.au. That's Tune, the number one, dot com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor.